0: Welcome to Talk CDL. We recently sat down with Gary Reynolds, an Australian trucker. Had a lot of fun. We hope you enjoy the interview. Thank you very much.
1: You know what sucks? Shopping for truckers insurance. You know what sucks more? Not having it. You want to know how to fix that? Call 800 800- five three seven three and let the trucking insurance experts at rev help you get the coverage you need without breaking the bank rev specializes in providing insurance of all types to small fleet owners and independent owner operators whether local short haul or long haul rev insurance can get you covered at a price that fits your budget from liability damages and cargo to workers compensation and surety bonds rev has your back while you're out there on the road call 800 Three four seven five three seven three, or visit www.revinsurance.com. That's R-E-V-I-N-S-U-R-A-N-C-E.com. That's 800-347-5373. Rev Insurance knows truckers because they only work with truckers.
0: Attention all truckers, it's Troy with Talk CDL. If you're looking for a new job, try NCI at 844-311-7076. They offer great equipment, great benefits, a great working atmosphere, and more importantly, a great steady income week after week after week. This carrier is actually owned by their own shipper. Pick up the phone if you're interested and call 844 311 7076 and never run out of freight again. And tell them Talk CDL sent you.
2: I recently got into podcasts and I thought, driving along, I was listening to music and I thought, oh, one day I'll, um, yeah, I got through podcasts um, and, yeah, I thought, oh, I'll have a look at trucking and that's that's how I discovered you, so, because uh, you're about trucking and everything else, I thought, oh, okay, let's have a listen to um, America, what they do and it was great to hear the stories, how things work there, how you get a CDL there what's involved, it was really good with the uh, Allen side of things and um, progressing because, you know, his schooling, his training and everything else like that, we, we don't get any of that here in Australia. It's, um, and also your records um, about, you know, if something happens and how it sort of follows you as well. It's, uh, it was very, very interesting on how accountable you guys are. I guess.
1: So you don't have, they don't, when they do certain things, they're like tickets and stuff that don't stay with you?
2: Uh, yeah, if we, if on court speeding, yes, I, um, it's recorded uh, on there. So you have your uh, your traffic history uh, with the Department of Transport, uh, which we have to show the last five years to a company. Uh, quite often, the company will say, hey, um, give us a copy of your traffic history, which you just have to show the last five years on that side of things. Um, so the other, yeah, I mean, you have a lot of things with damages to trucks, things like that, that doesn't get recorded. Um, That they'll say, oh, yeah, no, we had to let him go because it was damaging too many trucks or whatever the case may be on that side of things. To actually have a record like uh, yourselves have, uh, we don't have anything like that at all here.
0: Yeah. Well, if you think about, you know, we were actually just talking about this the other day. Back in 2010, that's when they introduced the CSA 2010, which – was now going to be the PSP reporting where if you pull into a scale house and you know you're driving a real piece of garbage truck well at one time they would just write a, a tick a fine out okay to the company and what they started doing was making the drivers now held accountable plus they ended up getting a bad safety rec uh, a bad PSP record which affected them when they went to go get a job. Well, what it did to the industry, uh-huh. it made a lot of trucking companies have to, uh, sh- a lot of companies came, you know, brought their level of game up where they started actually, you know, making sure their tires were good and and their inspections. Inspections have gotten a lot better in the country, although there's still a lot that that has to be better. But um, you know, the tougher rules have gotten people that way. Plus, you know, here's the other thing. In the United States, everybody's sue happy. I don't know if over there in Australia, everybody wants to sue you just for, for, for every little thing. But here in the United States, if you, if you have a history of little accidents and a trucking company hires you, okay, now they can be sued for negligent hiring, especially if they, can, if, if they can take these guys to court and show a pattern of these accidents. So I'm telling you, it's really helped a lot of people and it's hurt a lot of people.
2: No, there's nothing nothing like that here with the sewing side of things um, we do have um, something called chain uh, chain of responsibility is something we have here so okay it, it starts with the driver but if the drivers um, if there's something wrong with the truck um, it might um, it goes up the chain so the way the scheduling is being done way the way the driver's being pushed, there's hours and everything else, like that. So, it's not just down to the driver, it's also about the scheduler as well. So, he was responsible for the driver with the scheduling that like he's actually had sufficient rest, he's had sufficient breaks, and things like that as well. Um, so, it actually goes up the chain. Um, so, there's actually a whole full chain of responsibility.
1: Hmm. What's one thing that um, the United States might do that you wish Australia would pull in and use? He's, oh, he's, like, <laughs> he's like,
0: he's what? like, he's like, oh shit! I don't know, <laughs> man.
2: But, yeah, maybe uh, McDonald's. Like, uh, not knowing, oh, we got plenty of those. Trust me, we got I'm more, more than enough of those
0: here. So yeah, not <laughs> <They're laughs> here. Like, America's now got
2: drive-through McDonald's for trucks.
0: Oh yeah, they're they're getting a couple. I heard a, yeah. I
2: heard a rumor they were trialing. There's three, three or four McDonald's. They're trialing for drive through for uh, for drivers for trucks. No, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, There's a couple. I've seen them. I think Wendy's too. Yeah. Um. So there's right, right. so there's nothing really that you would would want changed over there to, more towards America. I don't I don't blame you, man. Um, if if you
2: ask uh, most the the, the, tra- the, the the training is definitely to, here in Australia. I would love to see the American training. Okay, for me to get a, a, a from a car license, I can go to like a heavy rigid, like a um, like just a prime mover or a, a, a tip truck or something like that on that side of things. From there, I can then go to either a semi a, a semi trailer. After one year, go for a tractor trailer, or I can go for a multiple combination, which is a tractor and multiple trailers on that side of things. Um, once you've done your driving test, so you do a few questions, you do your driving test, you um, that's it. You don't learn how to do logbooks. You don't learn how to uh, to restrain any loads or anything else like that. It's all basically you go for your first first job. You know how to drive a truck. There you go. So there's a lot of things that which are picked up between drivers and learned how you do things. There's no proper uh, inductions on that. My any driver assessment these days. We're having more driver assessments. It's basically jumping the cab, drive around the block. Uh, yeah, you're safe on the road. You know how to position. You know how to do gear changes or whatever. The question is, yes, you you know how to reverse. Um, even that's questionable with a lot of the multiple combination drivers who can't reverse the two trailers. Um, so there's a few few jokes that um, are up on the walls of the uh, receivers' offices about valet parking. Uh, for fifty dollars, we'll uh, we'll we'll put your trailer on the dock. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's interesting. But what I will tell you though, as far as the way the training goes here, yeah, you know, when you go to a trucking school in the United States, they're they're what they're doing is, and, and to be honest with you, some of them are, are terrible. But uh, most of them, what they do is they'll get you ready for the pre trip. Um, they'll get you ready for your endorsements. You know, they'll study with you and they'll teach you. Um, and some of them don't even teach you how to shift anymore. But the training. Uh, well, like, for example, if you want to learn how to secure a load, you got to go with an actual, say, flatbed company that's going to teach you load securement, okay? And normally you'll come out of a truck driving school here. They usually want you to put in at least 180 hours of trucking school here. And then when a trucking company picks you uh-huh. up, they'll take you on, put you with a trainer. Most of them are going to do three, four weeks with a trainer, and then they're going to road test you. And if you pass a road test, then you are officially you know, able to be assigned a truck and go to work. So it just depends on what kind of trailer you want to pull and who's willing. And and to be honest with you, a lot of flatbed companies here, they won't pick you up until you have a year or two of experience. So you've got to find somebody that's willing to actually do that uh, that part of the training. So. Yeah. Nothing, nothing here at
2: all. So a driver, if he's got his license, he can, he can apply for... Uh, what you call flat you know, beds there, you know, what I mean, to do uh, chaining and strapping and everything else like that, tarping the whole lot. I've had drivers who before asked me, Hey, how do you tarp? You know, I mean, it started, it started to rain. We're, we're fortunately we have a lot of sunny days here, but it was a rainy day, and he's, he's there, he's, he's come up to me and says, do You know how to tarp. If that's a skill which is being lost here in Australia because we have, I um, don't know if you have them there, we call them uh, taut liners or curtain sides.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah, we have, have curtain, curtain sides, side. sure.
2: Yeah, so yes, yeah, so a lot of our freight is actually on there. So it's all forked from the side. So it's only big machinery or um, or things which are loaded by overhead gantry crane, which uh, the flatbedders sort of use, steel and things like that. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, the majority of our trucks are actually uh, taut liners here. So yeah, but you can put, put in palletted freight. Um, or you can put in yeah, machinery or whatever on that side of things as well.
0: So Gary, how diverse is your weather there? Do you guys get snow and ice and all that stuff in Australia, or, or probably not? You guys are down. You guys are down uh, below.
2: No, no, no. We, 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 no, we have uh, down in uh, Canberra, down south of Sydney, down that way. We have uh, we have the Snowy Mountains. We have ski resorts down there. Um, so yes, we have ice. Um, we've got ice detectors on the road as well, like little cameras, and they have flashing lights if, it, uh, if there's ice on the road. Um, and then you get the tropical north as well. So I've gone from 42-degree heat down to 9-degree heat in the last two, three days.
0: Yeah. yeah, wow. A friend of mine just FaceTimed me. He's up in North Dakota. It was 14 below. Um, and we're in Florida, which it was it's like 75, 80 degrees here today. So what a difference mm-hmm. the United States offers.
2: Um, we get, yeah. Go ahead. Mm. We get yeah. We get nothing as cold as you do. We're not having to do the added coolants, yeah, added to our coolants. We're not having to do alcohol in, in airlines or anything else like that. We can, we can yeah. Whatever you're running during the summer is also what you're running during the uh, during the winter. There's no nothing that we have to do extra uh, regarding trucks and uh, to do with the severe cold. It does not get that cold. But um, but uh, yeah, we'll have ice on the road. We'll have snow on the road. But that's the extent, and there's nothing machinery-wise that we have to add or do to uh, to uh, accommodate for the uh, conditions.
1: What's what's the speed limit there in in North Queensland?
2: Uh, we run in kilometres uh, in Australia, so we actually run. Uh, we have the same, more or less, the, space, the same limit as the cars. So our maximum that we're allowed to do. All trucks are limited to one hundred kilometers an hour. Uh, yeah. So our maximum truck can
0: convert that. To it's, it's probably sixty-five or something. Yeah. Are you doing it? One hundred kilometers uh, no, uh, to mph. Ruth ends over there googling. She's like right <laughs> into it. <laughs> what do you got?
1: Well, hold on. I I had. To
0: just just type convert 100 kilometers and it'll come up miles per hour. Shh. Shh. Can we Back when I was a kid, if you did that, we'd go to, it.
1: To, hold on, it's not giving me miles per hour. Hello. It just says mile. Hello, right there.
0: Shh. <laughs> oh, come on, You're seriously. So <laughs> I'm such a kid. Come <laughs> you on. are. Just put convert 100 kilometers, K I L O, kilometers.
2: Or KM. If you do a KM, 100 KM to uh, to MPH, you do it.
0: Yeah. It's probably like 70 mile an hour, 65, something like that. Because I noticed that it's. 62. 62. Wow. It's almost double. It's crazy. Yeah, 100 kilometers. Is um, sixty two. Yeah, we're definitely not on the metric si- system here in the United States. No, although we were taught it. Yeah, well, it's yeah. I mean, I mean, and when you go to, what's funny is you buy tools here. Nobody uses the metric system in the United States except some. Doofus, that's maybe building something. You they know just it? want
1: to make see make right. us see how smart they are when they try and do it, because we're
0: like so. Right. The only time the word metric comes up in this country is when you go to use a damn nine sixteenth wrench, and it's then you gotta you gotta go get your metric wrench instead. Yeah. Other than that, we don't use it. It's just it.
1: it's someone wants to put that on the vehicle just so that they can say how smart they
0: are by doing the metrics. Yeah, <laughs> <you're> stupid. <laughs> So, so talk to me, man. What kind of what kind of money, uh, if you don't if you, if you don't mind the personal questions, what kind of money does a fifteen year truck driver like yourself make? I mean, what do you make annually? And is it? I guess it's not American dollars. What? 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 How do you get paid over there? Australian dollar? Is that what it is? We have a yeah.
2: We have Australian dollars. Um, there's two Converted ways truck drivers get paid <laughs> yeah. here in stra- one, one Australian <laughs> dollar to it's, the United States. Way, it's um. In Australia, too, it doesn't matter what you're driving, if you saw me in regards to if it's a flatbed, if it's a reef or whatever, you get, you get paid the same. The only difference is, is your tonnage, um, be it if you know, you got a uh, single trailer, uh, just one tractor trailer, or if you're like a B-double where you got multiple trailers. So you're telling That's me where, everybody, uh, gets you get
0: this, a, everybody gets the same wage as a trucker? Because by tonnage. It's how much you pull. Hmm. No, I know, but yeah, like I, you're... Ex-
2: Okay, as a reefer driver, a reefer driver gets the same as a flatbed driver, yes.
0: Okay, and, and your experience your experience doesn't matter? Like a 15-year guy versus a one-year guy, they all get the same? No, it,
2: does, it doesn't matter the same. Everyone's at the same rate. So uh, guy here can be with the same company 20 years, or uh, is a guy who just got his license gets paid the same.
0: Americans wouldn't put him... Let me ask you this. Does, um, as far as the, uh, the way they... Trucking companies run. Are you? Do they? Do they make more money on a flatbed? Does the trucking company bill more, or are they only allowed? Are, is, is it regulated over there? The the cost of shipping and everything. It's there's not. It's not a free enterprise where you could charge less and underbid and all that good stuff. Everybody has to charge the same.
2: Yeah, no. You you can here. You can no. There is no fixed rates here, um, which makes it very difficult. There are there are some major companies um, here in Australia, but. It's, it's, four or five major companies and then we have a lot of small companies and um, when i say small i'm talking about three trucks four trucks families little family businesses uh, on that side of things um so you, what happens there is yeah they all undercut each other to win the win the bid anything else like that now what can happen is that a large company can win the bid and he'll subcontract that to the small family businesses uh, on that which makes it very very hard it it, the costs the cost are sort of getting very, very hard because what happens is if you've got a lot of trucks, I mean, you see in America, if you make $1 profit per truck you know, with the size of the, you know, some of the companies you have there, you're making a fair profit. If you've got two trucks, your family business, you own two two trucks, and you're only making a dollar profit per truck, you're not going to put food on the plate. So the scales of things make it very, very difficult for uh, a lot of the owner drivers here. So, yeah, it just makes it too, too hard. Mm-hmm.
0: What's the rate? Like right now, if I came over there and I was going to drive a track trailer, so it doesn't go by the mile. Ruth, you just said it goes by the tonnage. So if, so if I drive a... No,
2: well, it, goes by, it, okay, it goes by either kilometer rate or hourly rate. So the local drivers will get um, hourly rates on that side of things. What's the hourly rate? The, um, uh, the hourly rate is roughly between $25 and $27 an hour.
0: 27 Australian dollars which it's is $1, converted. Yes.
1: Yeah. um 1 Australian dollar well 1 American dollar is 68 cents Australian
0: so $25 in Australian would be roughly about 17 bucks an hour American
1: 20 20 let's do 26 $26 in Australian is $17.70 in American
0: okay so and the, the only reason I'm curious about this is cuz if if they're setting your rates, okay, but they don't have fixed rates, somebody's getting ripped off.
2: Well, you got you got your kilometer rate as well. So your line, what we call line haul, OTR, I think you call it, over the road. Um, so if you're doing distance driving, you get paid per kilometer. So I get paid per kilometer.
0: How much is a kilometer? Uh, I get
2: paid uh, 46, 40, sorry, 46 cents a kilometer.
0: Wow, 46 cents a kilometer which is going to come out to it's well a kilometer is actually larger wait a kilo no a kilometer is smaller than a a uh, a mile right
1: making convert
0: things. a, a kil, con, what's a kilometer to a mile <laughs> man y'all are making I want me to know this tonight. I want to know this he said he gets 46 cents per kilometer I want to know over here like what we he, would be getting in the US what what but the cost of living is different over there too. What? One kilometer is 0.62 miles. 0.62 miles. Mm-hmm. So point. So convert forty six. Convert forty six cents. Per one mile. One mile is one point six kilometers. So if I'm getting forty six cents per kilometer, um, I'm I have to drive one point. I have to drive farther one kilometer. Do it again. A kilometer, <laughs> it's, oh, now I'm confused.
1: One mile is, right. basically one of our miles is about uh, 1.6. It's 1.6 kilometers. So if you figure one so, mile to a, a mile and a half, if you want to figure it that way.
0: Right. Okay. So there, but that's the, that's the equivalent A 1.6 is equal to one mile. Right. Okay, but the pay, they're getting 46 cents per kilometer.
1: Right, so they're getting, like, for every mile and a half, if you want to kind of figure it easier, every mile and a half, they're getting 46 cents.
0: No, well, basically, no, it's actually, it would it would equal 46 cents a mile is what it would equal. And that's probably about the average rate in the United States. That's exactly. Pretty close, yeah. Yeah, if a 1.6 is equal to one mile... Then, then basically, they're getting forty-six cents a mile. So really, so they're driving about the same. So it's probably about the same rate. It's not too. It's not too bad.
2: I mean, yeah, there's that's, people... well, that's it. That's... So that, that's for two trailers. Um, I get other things as well. I get like a way allowance as well uh, on that, and I get uh, if I do pick up a delivery uh, mm-hmm. along the way, I also get paid. Paid um, um, was it, I get forty dollars. Was it forty dollars away allowance? So whenever I'm not home, I get paid forty dollars, um, and I'll get fifty dollars if I have to do a drop off or a pickup.
0: No, hmm. don't yeah, sound like it. It's just now, as far as your rigs, right? Are they conventional, or are you guys using what's that? What's that brand that they use over that way a lot? There are you more cab overs there than anything?
2: Uh, we have both. Yeah, we have a lot of cab overs as well as bonneted trucks here. We have both both here. So. Um...
0: Yeah. I love cab uh, overs.. We
2: have, we, have, we have a lot of cut-overs only because of the sizing issue for the length. Right. Um, I mean to hook up between my, my prime mover and my trailer, I can't put my airlines on when it's connected. Uh, yeah, when it's actually hooked up. I actually have to put those airlines on before it actually um, yeah before you hook up. Um, because yeah, there's just no room to get a person behind there. It's just that that tight.
0: Oh wow! Um, so there's really no catwalk. So yeah, so we're
2: no, no, it's nothing there at all. I can't get between the uh, the back of the cab and the uh, and the trailer. Wow! Uh, so I think it's very, very tight.
0: So then you mustn't um, have much of um, a fairing.
2: Doing, much of a what sorry?
0: A fairing. You know what I mean, like uh, the wind dam that sticks out to the sides.
2: I uh, um, so yeah, not much of one, just a piece of rubber, I think, on that side of things. Yeah, not much, not much at all on that.
0: Yeah, no, I see. That's that's crazy. Well, I mean, if it works, yeah. though. Uh, What's your wheelbase on those? Yeah. Uh,
2: when you yeah, so we uh, run um our. our <laughs> there's a lot of. Different rules, different things that can happen here in Australia. There's no, so we, most trailers are triaxial uh, on that side of things. So I've got a Foggy uh, Drive with a triaxle A trailer and a triaxle B trailer.
0: Okay. So your trailers have three axles, uh, unlike our two?
2: That's correct, yeah. So okay. we're, I, the maximum I can haul um, is 65 ton.
0: Sixty-five ton. See now, that's not metric. Yeah. So they go by tonnage, but. Uh, yeah. So, but is that combined yeah, with so your truck and trailer? Or is that just the sixty-five ton is the frame? Yeah, no,
2: that's that's sixty-five ton is no, that's the weight of everything. So, I'm allowed, I'm allowed twenty-one ton on my triaxle group, my uh, on my group of uh, of um, three axles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, like, 17-ton on my drive, the, the bogeys there, and 6.5-ton and on my steer.
0: So you're 130,000 pounds, and that's not you, – do you guys have to get special permits if you go, like, over that, or aren't you just aren't a lot over that?
2: Yeah, there, there is there is exceptions. There is something called higher mass, and then you can actually go higher than that on top of that – Well. So there are actually there's the conventional is 20 tons per uh, 20 tons for the triaxles and six and a half ton on the drive. Um, then you go to um, mass which gives you the 21 so it gives you an extra ton on the triaxles and half a ton on the drive and there's something called higher mass again which allows you to go even higher on that. Which
0: allows you to go up in total to I think it's about sixty sixty eight ton. Yeah, another another extra three ton. Ruth ends over there, like going,
1: "What? Okay." That's a mm-hmm. that's she's, a lot to. Ha- I hate math. She's a and math hater. And that's a lot of. I wouldn't. I would be just like. <laughs> I would never know what my paycheck would be because I'd be like,
0: I have no idea. You'd be like, just pay me just- <laughs> whatever you think I I deserve. <laughs>
1: How about I just be salary? Yeah, just salary. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would never ever be able to figure it out. Like I don't know if you're ripping me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm gonna have to trust you. <laughs> Damn Australians. <laughs> no, that's oh, cool. I mean, it's you know, it's different. So, um, wow, Ruthen, do you have do you have more questions? I mean, there's a, a million questions we could ask him. He's, it's it, now the cities and all that stuff is. It's I guess is. What's like in comparison, like if you come over here to the, into the, to the United States, when, when, when you're a truck driver, the, 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 the taboo word is New York City. There isn't many truckers at all that want to go into New York City because of the insane traffic. It's just gridlock. And, you know, if you go in there at the wrong time, you're sitting and the horn. I mean, it's, it, if you've ever been in Manhattan, which you haven't been over here. Just trying to get downtown—it's crazy. I actually used to drive in New York City in rush hours and insane. But uh, what do you guys have in comparison? Yeah, is, is Melbourne your biggest city? Is it like crazy bad city traffic, or is it not?
2: No, we're we're lucky enough that there is obviously there's bad traffic, uh, congestion, things like that. Um, Sydney, Sydney, and Melbourne are probably the worst ones, but. A lot of our uh, distribution centres, you know, your, your um, uh, places like your Walmart, things like that, that do, you know, for in your uh, shopping centres, sort of groceries and things like that. We, we deliver, yeah, we deliver to those. They're they're in the industrial areas, so they're out on the main highway. So we're not having to go into the city centres. So uh, our trucks, as well, with the B double, they're restricted on what sort of roads we can go on. A lot of roads, but there's a lot of roads we can't go on. So you won't find you won't find uh, one of those B double trucks um, in in the city centre. You know what I mean? Over certain bridges and things like that. So, you know, down the main street. Hmm. You won't find a road train you know, on the very east coast of the uh, of Australia. You won't see a road train in um, in the city at all. There's restrictions of the sizing of truck and where it can actually be. So we, we're lucky and that, and that's why the local drivers. You know, that's that's what they do. Is, you know, with their little simple trailers, and they'll go to the various stores and docks and things like that. So that's, mm. that's local work
0: that does, does that. So now, Australia, don't you guys have, like, diamond mines there or not? Is it, am I wrong with Australia? Is there diamond mines there? Do they have mm. up in the upper part, or is that? Or am I thinking of Africa? Africa has diamond. Mines. I think
2: you think of Africa, and Africa is famous for its diamond mines. I think on that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, we so, we have our gold and things like that. So um, we have we have a lot of the biggest mining industry here is we do do um, a lot of coal. Coal mining is very. Uh, we ship to China a lot of coal.
0: Hmm. So now Australia is it's its own continent. It doesn't does it touch another country? Do you have another country that? You can drive to in Australia, or is it just Australia is just one big continent island?
2: Australia, yeah, Australia's is just yeah on its own basically. So I um, yeah, even Tasmania, which is part of Australia, is across the water. So uh huh. So no, there's no nothing like that. So there's no ferry journeys or anything
0: else like that that we take. Yeah, Ruth, and the Tasmanian devil lives there. Yeah, I, know I, you, I, I see I, you smiling. You see
1: my eyebrows and go Woo!
0: Yeah, that's where Daffy Duck dug his hole to the beach and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, in the United States here, we can drive into Canada, we can drive into Mexico, which nobody drives into Mexico here. Well, tourists maybe, but not many trucking companies go into Mexico. But either way, though, we still have two borders, one above us and one below us. So, yeah, it's kind of a...
2: Yeah, no, it's just just, a, just a, one country with the uh, with the various states.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's interesting that I heard you say Walmart. So you got Walmart, McDonald's, Burger King. You got everything we've got. Do you have Carrabba's over there? Is there Carabas? Have you ever heard of Carabas? No,
2: no, no, I never heard of that
1: before. No. Oh yeah, it's no. a good place. All right. Well. It's an Italian. It's Italian restaurant.
0: So man, listen, we're uh, we've been on here uh, almost an hour with you. I didn't think it would. Go that long? I'm not usually. We don't usually do this long of a podcast. The editing's crazy. Man, um, mm-hmm. do you have do you have anything that you wanted to mention or talk about before we start wrapping this show up?
2: No, no, not at all. No, it was, um, no. It's it's been great to yeah um, just hear the uh, information that uh, Talk theo does and uh, yeah information I've sort of learned about America and I'm sure uh, as I go through those other podcasts I'll be learning. A, a lot more, and I'm sure in time there may be some questions that uh, arise. But at this stage, no I'm happy with what I'm learning.
0: Have you been on the, our Facebook page at all?
2: I uh, yes, I do look at your Facebook uh, page on that side uh, of thing. I okay. think of uh, um, yeah, on that side, do keep an eye out on both your Facebook page and your uh, on the website as well.
0: And and listen, as you progress into the episodes and talks, EDL. I could assure you, like, the audio, you're listening to, like, the first 100 or 200 episodes. When you when you start getting up into, like, 2000 and, I don't know, 17, once you hit 17, the audio changes, and it's 10 times better of a show, believe me. But, um, yeah, we miss, like mm-hmm. we, we miss those, those uh, back in the day. We used to do five days a week, you know, 90 minutes a day and but we had a whole panel of people on so it was a lot easier to just talk you know but uh now we don't do that anymore it's all pre-recorded and every now and then we'll have like some call-ins and and maybe a live and we do facebook live too sometimes so but man you can come back on if you want to you know if you ever you ever, you ever got something you want to talk about anything any questions um we have a bunch of dot officers we can refer to and you know, rules and stuff like that. Are you guys allowed to carry a gun in your truck? We just got that straightened out here in the U.S.
2: Right, yeah, guns are very restricted here. It's very, very different here. There was, there was, yeah, you cannot be carrying even a gun in your uh, in your car here unless you're uh, unless you're going to the range. You have got genuine reason is the uh, is the thing here in, uh, in defense. Safety
0: is not one of them. So yeah, you're either going shooting uh, for target shooting or hunting or something like that. But uh, yeah, you cannot be carrying firearms at all do you? My God. Well, see, I pick, I picture Australia as, as, uh, like I said, you got the the brown, the Australian brown snake. Does is a taipan? I don't think the taipans in Australia, or is it?
2: I'm not not sure actually. I, I'm not up with uh, all the dangerous animals. I just stay away from anything
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> see, I would, I would, I would <clears throat> want my gun. Is what I'm getting. I, I see some of these these videos of like the snakes. Like I would be, I, I don't know. I would have,
0: I would be petrified. Well, I, and, he, and he just said they can't carry a gun. I would, I'd be like, I want to carry a gun for all the damn animals, then. I, I would I
1: would definitely <laughs> I mean that's just no, I
2: can't do that. <laughs> that's just
1: scary to me. I don't like I mean, I'm not a snake yeah. fan, period. I mean it's bad enough with the snakes that King we have brand, here. King
2: brains are quite common here. What yeah. are they? King brains are uh the, probably the most uh, most common dangerous snake that you get that you will find in in your wood pile or in your roof or yeah, tucked up somewhere. Um, yeah, under, underneath something outside. So what did you uh, call What did even, you call yeah, that even snake? under, under what was it called? Uh King Brian, the uh, brown snake? Brian. Oh, the King Brown Brian. snake. Yep. hmm.
0: Yeah. They they have uh, they have some it. bad snakes over there. It's like seven of them that are really deadly. I can't think yeah. of hardly any right now. I'm half asleep. So, all right, well listen, we're gonna wrap this thing up, Gary. Please stay in touch with us. Um, if you get any news over there that, you know, you'd think talk C D L would wanna put up here right there. What are you making a face at? You looking at the snake? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I shouldn't have. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> She's a pansy. No. Yeah. I'm
2: not, I mean. Sleep out tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I shouldn't have done that. Ruthann, do you have any advice? For Australian truckers, stay away from snakes. Hey, trucker, <laughs> stay away from the snakes. Yeah, there you go. Well,
1: I, I I like I like the way Gary said if you don't see it come out the other axle, out the other side, it's gonna show up in the house in the car later. So yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, yeah. <laughs> we're not
0: going to Australia. Are we? Yeah,
2: if, if you have a call of nature, you don't wander into the bush too far. So
0: yeah, mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh yeah, you know, even that- if you had to pee in the bush. You'd be taking a chance, in there.
2: yeah, if, if you need if you need to lose, so yeah, we don't. Have, some of our facilities and parking stops are not don't even have a toilet at so yeah. So uh, yeah, if you sort of uh, have to pop off into uh, to see a tree, yeah, don't don't venture too far into the bush. I would uh, have yeah, to bring. I would. I would. You may find finally. The...
0: Yeah, if I brought Ruthann over there for camping, I guarantee I'd have to bring like adult diapers or something. <laughs> <and she> would... <laughs> She would just have to, that's really, that's, she, she wouldn't even get out of the tent.
1: <laughs> I would still be scared of it climbing I in. I know, I know you so well.
0: She'd be like, it's like, what was that movie, Um, Dumb and Dumber? Oh, just go ahead. Oh, it's warm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I wouldn't do well with that. Yeah. I would be that's like, cool. Uh, and
0: you know me, I'd be out looking for them. So, but yeah,
1: yeah, you would right. be searching.
0: Well, let's wrap this thing up, man. I really, we really enjoyed having you on, Gary. I mean that sincerely. Uh, it's you know we don't bring um, we don't usually go outside the country too much because usually there's a difficult time for them to you know call. So you know your phone. I guess uh-huh. I think Ruthann, for us to call out of the U.S., we have to have rates. Like, can we just dial? Uh, we can't, can we? Because when we went, Ruth Ann and I went to Alaska, which is our own state, but you have to go through Canada to get there. And so when we drove from Alaska down through the uh, Yukon and all that stuff, we had to buy special rates. It was like a couple hundred dollars just for that damn week, Ann. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was a ripoff. But, but other than that, no, we wouldn't be able to use our phone. I mean, you just dialed right in.
2: Yeah, we have. Yeah, no, I've got uh, one of my uh, one of my phone calls allows me five hundred minutes per month. I think it is to call
0: the U.S. So, um, wow, so no problem. Nice, that's a good plan. Okay, Ruthie, why don't you send him a hat, Gary? You have to text me your address.
2: Text text us
0: your address. We'll Not send no you problem. some Toxie stuff.
2: Excellent. Does that sounds good. Okay? Uh, yeah. Stay in touch, and uh, yeah, if, there's, if you've got listeners here who'd like to know more about the states as well, uh, as more about uh, Australia and uh, how it all works here, and be more than happy to answer questions and yeah, carry on chatting with you guys. I do have a Not question.
0: A I do have one question for you. Do you guys have dash cams?
2: I guess we do. Oh my gosh, can you get? We me? have. I've been. I've been listening to. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast about the. Um, we've got something that I think you have over there as well, the Guardian or. Um, or uh, yeah, the guardians, what they're called here. They're in, in infrared and they watch your eyes. We have them here in our company company trucks. So it's a camera that's facing you and it's actually concentrating on your eyes and it tries to recognise if you're uh, you having a memory? microsleep and it'll actually vibrate your chair.
0: Yeah, you were just talking about that there. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's, right. mo- that's actually monitoring. Mhm.
0: They're just now
1: starting to come out with it here. For Canada,
2: actually. So Mm -hmm. if if that goes off, that footage, the last uh, six seconds goes off to Canada, they actually review it, and then if they think it's appropriate, they then send it to um, our our staff here and say, hey, uh, this has come up with this driver, and then they take the appropriate action.
0: Well, I just, the reason I brought it up is because I'd like you to get me some footage of maybe mm-hmm. a kangaroo getting clobbered or something. You
1: and your, your, your kangaroos, Wait man. Put it up on Talk CDL right then. Come on. Wow, so. you want to hey. see a poor defenseless,
0: defenseless kangaroo. No, 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 look. I'm not trying to get Peter pissed off, but I'm just saying, you know. Man. So... Um, be nice to the poor a, that animal. That might add a few, a few uh, people from that
2: side of thing. So, I mean, it happens. But, uh, yeah, there, there might be a few animal people who might get a little bit upset <laughs> in some driver filming, especially, you know what I mean, he's hitting a kangaroo. So, uh, especially make,
0: when yeah. I add captions to it. I'm just kidding. All right, well, <laughs> Ruthanne, let's wrap this thing up. We're over an hour here, I think. And It's been a pleasure, Gary. Ruthanne, you have any advice? Stay away from snakes. Gary, you have any advice for Americans?
2: Uh, no, just uh, just stay safe. Uh, yeah, be pro- be professional. Um, it makes a lot of difference. Uh, there's a lot of people, in, as I've found in the water, both this side and from uh, here in America, that uh, sort of uh, tarnishes the industry. So be professional and uh, keep the uh, keep the industry um, very professional and uh, and yeah, uh, and safe.
0: All right. Well, all you American drivers listening to Talk CDL, uh, I hope you enjoyed this show with our Aussie uh, friend over here. And uh, write in and let us know how you like this interview. Uh, Gary, it's been a pleasure. Ruth, we're out of here. Ruth, Ruth, Ruth Ann, I called you Ruth. It's like funny how like I'm the only one that don't call you Ruth. Okay. Ruth Ann, we're out. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. hey truck drivers i want to talk to you real quick about an invention that was invented by a trucker for truckers it's a tool called magnus stop basically if you want to slide your axles hassle-free without needing any help it's a little four by five inch tool it utilizes a pin and a magnet crazy simple i'm surprised nobody ever invented it before anyways you merely stop get out pull your pin Put your Magnus Stop device in the hole right beside the hole you want it to stop at. Then you either pull forward or you back up. Magnus Stop stops you exactly where you need to be stopped every single time. It's durable. It's very affordable. It's $49.95. If you mention TalkCDL online in the promo code, you get $10 off. So it's now only $39.95 for TalkCDL viewers, which is an awesome, awesome deal. Magnastop is the tool you need today, and you can get it at magnastop.online. That's dot ponline Check it out and let us know here at TalkCDL how that product is working out for you. Thank you. Oh, and it's also free shipping and handling. It doesn't get any better than that. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. All right, Gary. Go ahead. And count to five.
2: One, two, three, four, five. Okay, pretty good.
0: Ruthann, give me. Ruthann, do you want me to help you count? No. Okay. Talk.
1: Actually, I was trying to think. You know, when um, Freddy Krueger, when they sing his song, "One, Two, Freddy's Coming for You." That's what I was about to start singing. It's
0: <laughs> just uh, <she's> too funny. <laughs> I am. Now this, we've got Ruthann. What's uh? What's Gary's last name? Do you, do you know? You don't know. You invited a guy from Australia on the show, and you don't even know his last name. He is a trucker, though. He is a trucker. Gary, what's your last name? Reynolds. 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 Wow. That sounds like an Reynolds, American
2: name. Reynolds,
0: Right. That sounds like an American name. Have you ever been to the States?
2: No, I haven't been to the States. Uh, I believe it's uh, English, also English descent.
0: Yeah, that's true. Nothing's really American name. We're all from somewhere else here. That is true. So so you've never been to the States, and you are a truck driver in Australia, correct?
1: That's correct. Yes, I am. And last night when we were talking on the phone, he was telling me how our regulations are so much lax compared to what their regulations are. Actually,
0: They're, theirs are more lax. Ours are tougher.
1: Right, right. Sorry, like, I actually made the comment and he'll probably you know, I'm gonna wrap myself out quicker because I ain't gonna have someone else wrap me out. I said our whiny baby truckers (laughs) that we have. We do we do have some
0: whiny (laughs) well we have some good truckers too. We Uh, have some truckers. Listen, we we have some truck drivers that can run four and five thousand miles in a week. No, I that's and and without being on something.
1: Yeah, and I understand it.
0: But some of them are on something.
1: But Gary, why don't you inform Troy how many hours you run straight without having to take a break?
2: Uh, six hours. So I can legally drive for six hours before I have to have a 15-minute break.
0: So six hours. Mm-hmm. Six. Oh, okay. So
2: six, uh, six hours, yes. So I can do 14 hours in a 24-hour period. The maximum longest um, period in one go is six hours.
0: So you're allowed to do six straight, and then you're going to take 15, and then you can do another six, and then you got to take 15, and then you can do two,
2: and then you got to uh, shut it no, down. It's, no, no that'll, be, that'll be too simple, Troy. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if I take 15, I can do another three hours, I think it is. If I take half an hour, I can do another five hours. So quite a, quite a few drivers will stop for half an hour, so you go stop the whole truck, find a park, everything else like that, take half an hour, then they're good for another five hours. So that will take them to 11 hours of driving, and then they can have another half-hour break, and they can drive another two hours.
0: Hmm, that's interesting.
2: So we can, yeah, and then we, we we must have a seven-hour a seven continuous break in a 24-hour period.
0: Okay. That's, I mean, everybody's got regulations. So how long have you been a trucker, Gary? Oh um I
2: don't know about fifteen
0: fifteen years, I think. Fifteen, okay, cool. Um and so over there i I mean I've got a couple of questions before Ruth Ann runs or runs in here. Mm. What's uh what kind of rigs are you guys running over there? Are they. Yeah. I was going to ask that one. We we're going to ask him about KW. You have Kenworths and Peterbilts, all that stuff over there? I'm sure you have American trucks over there.
2: Uh, no no Peterbilts, very few Peterbilts. It's only the odd person. One, I've seen two in my life here in Australia. And that's only because they've imported them in for, straight from Canada um, on that side of things. We do have Kenworths. So I drive a Kenworth here. Kenworths very popular. A lot of Australians love Kenworths. Um, we have the Eurotrash, Scania, Volvos. Uh, we have Western Star here as well,
0: uh, DAS. Yeah. I like Western Star. So so now is the steering I'm just serious, is the steering wheel on the on the uh, opposite side in, in Australia?
2: Opposite, opposite side of you, so I age on the other side of you, right? So yes. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: That's interesting.
1: So when yeah. you're driving down can like...
2: driving
1: left. And when you're driving like on a cliff, you can like see really, you can see down that cliff.
2: No, uh, because they the, well, no, we, we're driving the left-hand side. Because they're oh, on, your yeah. opposite sides. Yeah. So
0: they'll be on the inside, so no you, matter what. Yeah.
1: Okay, all right. So then you don't have to see down. I don't think
0: there's any cliffs in Australia. Do you guys have a mountain there?
2: Oh uh, yes, we've got the Great Dividing Range that runs up uh, the side of Australia, Mount Kosciuszko, and all those. Oh,
0: yes. I didn't know. that. What, how high is we that?
2: Have, we have ski fields here. So, yeah. <laughs> so was that right?
0: I said, "How high are the mountains in Australia?"
2: Oh, I don't know, to be honest with
0: you. Okay. He just knows there's ski well, hills. You, no. well, see, here in America, we have, we have what's called steep grades, okay? Like Donner Pass, Black Mountain, mm-hmm. Flagstaff. Well, not Flagstaff, but um, Snowshoe. Uh, we have mountains that have runoff ramps. Okay, where if yes, a truck yes. driver loses his brakes, yep. they have the you know the the runoff ramps. Do you guys have anything like that? We, we
2: have those. Yes, we do. We have uh, we have about um, two next to me here. Uh, when you head out west from uh, Brisbane, Australia, um, to go up up the Great Dividing Range, there they're very very steep. I'm doing 15 kilometres an hour to get up the hill. They have two or three runoff ramps on the way down. Signage for low gear. Um, so yeah, that Dividing Range runs. Uh, down the east coast of Australia.
0: So Ruthann tells me that you uh, you've listened to the old shows back when we had the uh, call-in number. Mm-hmm.
2: That's right. Uh, I'm up to season two, episode I don't know about. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Alan Alan's just finished. He's he's just beginning to drive. He's actually driving around on his own at the moment. yeah.
1: Yeah, he was asking about Alan, but I I know they all text you, but I honestly could not tell him what the status on Alan is lately.
0: Alan had an injury or something, and he had gotten out. He was with Snyder for like a year, I think, and then something happened, and Mm -hmm. I haven't, what's that? Did you say something, Gary? No, that's right.
2: You're saying he was no, no, with Schneider. That's all I knew.
0: Yes, uh-huh. yep. Right. And then something happened to him where he had to take a leave. I don't know if he's... I haven't talked to Alan in over a year. So, you know, I, he was a really good guy. Oh. Alan was really nice. Um, there was something I wanted to ask you. Oh, now, so... And here's where I'm really curious about Australia versus the United States. In the United States, we're probably roughly... 2,500 to 3,000 mile from side to side so when an over-the-road truck driver can go you know he can run he can get a trip that's well over 2,500 miles one way what is the do you know what the longest trip you can get in australia is is do, do you guys have like a couple thousand mile one-way runs Uh yeah a couple of
2: thousands easy um i mean i i run I run. It's like a three-day trip from the up from North Queensland, um, all the way down to South Australia, down in the middle there. That's uh, like a three-day uh, three-day run. The biggest trip um, is probably from the East Coast to the West Coast, uh, which is like from Brisbane or Sydney going over to Perth. Which is about a, uh, I think it's about a four, four or five day trip on that side. I've never done that one myself. That's going across the desert and everything else. Very flat that one. Um, and that's where you'll find all our road trains actually
0: go. So. Yeah, I was going to ask you about. Have you driven the road trains?
2: Uh yes, I have. Yes, on that side. So yeah, um, nothing major. Only two trailers, not the three or four.
0: Right. Now, th- now, do you do you get an increase in pay there if you're if you're pulling more than one trailer? Does it work that way?
2: Yeah, I, I always pull um, two trailers. I pull what's known as a B-double, uh, which is... I don't know if you have anything similar there, where you have the front trailer and the rear trailer actually sits on the back of the, um, the triaxles of that uh, first trailer. So it's not a... Uh, so, yeah, so there's another turntable. So you have your first trailer... Let's say cut cut the box off the very back of that trailer and the, the turntable put in its place, and then the other trailer, the full size B trailer, sits on the top of the top of that. That's what we call a B double. Twenty six meters long.
1: Do you um? Do you have the your DOT? How are they over there with your inspections
0: and so forth? Yeah, is there a DOT? I'm sure there is something. What do you have like? No,
2: you, you, there is there is the Department of Transport here. Um, we have different names for them here. We've got this, you know, we call them scales or mermaids here. Um, yeah, we have inspection sites all the time. Yes, well, they, they have the scales to to check your weight and everything else on that side all the time. Scones. But the main thing you get pulled in randomly randomly at uh, various places on your route. Um, they'll. Um, first thing they do is always check your weight um, and your logbook on that side of things and then look over the uh, look over the vehicle. Uh, then they put you on some rollers and do a brake test depending, depending on what facilities they have at that particular checkpoint.
1: Do you have paper logs or do you use the ELDs?
2: No, we're, we're on paper. The whole of Australia is on paper uh, on that side of things. They are looking at electronic, uh, electronic logbooks, electronic diaries here. But there is nothing that's uh, in place that's uh, legal on that side of
0: things. Yeah. You know, about two years ago, we interviewed another Australian truck driver. He's pretty cool. Um, I I believe he... Did he not tell us he hit a kangaroo with him? I'm not... Were you on... Was that Johnny Asser? I, I, I don't think I I don't think... that might not know. have been you with us. Hey, now... I mean, seriously, you you do see kangaroos running around there in Australia, correct? I mean, like we see deer and oh. bear, you see kangaroos, mm-hmm. and 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 crocodiles. We, we have,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Not so much crocodiles. I haven't, I haven't seen a crocodile, but we do get kangaroos all the time. Ha- um, so yeah, kangaroos are a common thing, uh, a very very common item. Uh, that's why I don't know if you've seen many of our trucks. They have the bull bars up on the uh, up on the front to protect the grill um, on that side of things, uh, to protect the truck from any damage, the radiator, uh, because yeah, um, hitting, hitting kangaroos is a very common common item here. Further inland, not so much on the coast, you'll get one or two you now on a blue moon, but um, yeah, if you run a little bit further inland, then uh, your kangaroos during the evening are very abundant, very abundant.
0: Have you hit any?
2: Oh yes, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Uh, you are seeing a truck driver here who runs a little bit inland, yeah, I can guarantee they've
0: told you that have uh, hit a kangaroo, yeah. I'm just curious, have you ever seen the video where the guy's driving and, and, he, and uh, a kangaroo is trying to get his dog, and so he walks up to the kangaroo and starts punching it in the face and boxing it? Did you ever see that video? I mean, it's like a viral video out there.
2: I, I must admit I haven't seen that one. No, Can't say I not have.
0: That's funny. He's in Australia. He hasn't seen it, but we've—it's everywhere over here. I mean, it's, it's actually kind of a funny video. He actually walks up to the kangaroo and starts boxing it. I mean, and that damn thing is as big as he is. Yep,
2: yep, yep. The biggest thing to watch out for is their back, their back legs. They, they can wipe you out because they'll stand on their tail and then kick you with their back legs, and you'll go flying.
1: <laughs> have you ever seen a friend do that happen that 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 happened to where they got. They're butt kicked by a by a kangaroo. No,
2: I know uh, I've seen videos and things like that, but I've never personally seen anyone uh, being struck struck
1: by one. Because a... see, here we usually there's people that will see like not necessarily gators here in Florida, but like up north, we would see like maybe a hunter you know that get chased down by a deer or something to that effect. Where yeah, you know, some of the the wild animals will go and go after them here like moose or certain other ones. So I was just curious to see if you know it happened there. If you ever got any of that experience, what what is one of the most uh, not common, but what are what are some animals that you might have personally had experience with? Like because Australia is one of the highest deadliest animal continent in the world. Yeah, it's got it's (laughs) got like
0: seven of the most deadly snakes. It has. Crocodiles. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you've got you've got the uh, wandering spider. I mean, you guys have it, and plus you have the box jellyfish there.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah, we have the jellyfish. We have the snakes. We have the spiders. So we have uh, yeah the crocodiles. Um, so yeah, no. most say the snakes you see. Um, snakes will go across the roads. Um, if you're running running across one of those in a in a car, you always just check that you see it come out the other side, and it hasn't gone around the axle, because you may find it in the car a little bit later. Mm. so um <laughs> yeah i don't
0: know I'm, if i could do that I'm, one. Colorblind,
2: but I'm colorblind so i can't tell the difference between the different types of snakes so every snake's uh, a no game zone for me so
0: yeah <laughs> so so let me ask you this do you guys keep up with uh, american news and stuff like that in in our trucking industry over here do you do you know much about it about it over here
2: uh, Known about the American trucking industry is what I've been listening to on uh, Talk CDL. It's been very informative, actually, and uh, very enlightening to know that the problems that we have here are, um, or the um, the conditions and everything else are also the same over you know over the water uh, there in the states as well. So, yeah,
0: yeah, we were actually amazed when we started this podcast how quickly we discovered people from Australia, Japan, Germany. We get we get emails from like everywhere in the world. It's kind of weird, but but um, I was gonna ask you based on like what you're hearing. I mean, I don't know that we've even talked about it on the show yet, Ann, about Celadon. Have Have you heard of Celadon, uh, the company that just went out of business over the weekend here? I, I've only the only reason I the
2: reason I've heard of that is because of my Facebook feeds. So mm-hmm. I've heard yeah, it's one of the biggest. Company's gone bankrupt. The biggest trucking uh, trucking bankruptcy. Uh, I haven't read much. I've just seen
0: the headlines and everything else on that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they. Uh, in fact, one of the guys was calling me from Celadon, not realizing what to do. Celadon was one of those companies. It was like a go-to company for a lot of guys. Like if you had a recent DUI, a drug failure, a DOT recordable accident. You know, there's certain companies that will pick you up. You know, they can. They have their self-insured. They were one of them. And this guy that had been in a DOT recordable accident uh, about a year or two ago while he was working for another big company called ATS or Anderson, um, he was terminated there. And so it, it, he was out of bit out of work, within, I think a year and finally Celadon picked the poor bugger up. Mm-hmm. And he had been there two months and I got the phone call, I think Friday. And he's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I finally found a job and now they're going to go under. He said, but they gave me a load. And the funny thing was he, uh, called me the next day. They took the load back off of him. He got a Qualcomm message and, uh, He's, he's sitting there with a the truck not knowing what to do with it. He's out of a job. That's how quickly a trucking company. And then the CEO, I don't know if you know much about it, but the CEO, I mean, who the hell puts a 38-year-old in charge of a, uh, a couple hundred million dollar company is beyond me to begin with. But anyways, this guy was sticking his hand in the till, I guess, and uh, making false reports. But supposedly he's going to jail. I mean, I, I should say allegedly. But, you know, it's it's pretty well known. I mean, did you hear about all that? Because if you didn't, you just found out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know.
2: You, yeah, no, no. I found out some of it. I saw some of the messages on their re- the electronic system saying about, um, yeah, carry on with your deliveries. Um, other guys, the uh, reports about, hey, if your truck's in the workshop, it's uh, it's not coming out, basically. And, yeah, I have been hearing a little bit of confusion uh, to the drivers on the road of what's actually happening. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it does. It does. It get that exciting over there, like it does. You know, in the United States, it's never a a a, a boring moment over here. It's crazy. It's chaos. That's what our, it really is. Our, chaos.
2: Our companies. Uh, our companies not as be, um, companies aren't as big as yours. I work for a very large uh, company now that's uh, listed on the stock exchange. Uh, but we have we received our four hundredth uh, Kenworth um, just the other week. They're not very big uh on that um yeah companies generally on this
0: side i got a question for you Mm -hmm. I, i bet you it's been a month or two there was a big story over and i don't know if it was in australia or in the uk where that driver had picked up a trailer i think it was in the uk he picked up a trailer and there was a bunch of dead bodies in it and then they thought he was a serial killer they held him for a while i think they let him go now finally because it was a sealed load. Did you hear about that?
2: Yeah, I, di- I did, actually. That was, uh, yeah, that's common in Europe, is they're crossing the borders. Um, the, yeah, the refugees, the people who are trying to get out of their country, um, they'll sneak in trucks. They'll sneak in the, uh, the party hat on, under the trucks and uh, on top of the trucks and things like that when the driver's away to try and get through uh, across borders. That's uh, very, very, very common over there. So, yeah. Hmm.
0: What do you got, Ruthanne?
1: No, I'm just, I'm just thinking how horrible it would be to go and open up your trailer and find something like that, you know.
0: Yeah, wouldn't be nice. No. Yeah. Especially after you... No, if, I wasn't
2: sure about the story because it, they said about, you know, the drive, driver was taken and everything else like that, but I was wondering, you know, it was a container. I mean, would the driver actually even know what was actually in the container that it was actually people in there? I was just very surprised, not you know, with the little information that was given um that you know what was the driver's involvement it seemed to be all all about the driver um but yeah, I was surprised um if it was a seal container that he even knew that they were there uh,
1: why would they want I felt to there was seal was on the story but the seal humans inside of you know, was
0: it was it after he made the delivery they found it or something i, I don't know but all i know is they jump to conclusions, and we're calling him the biggest serial killer in some kind of history, <laughs> <laughs> just to find out it wasn't him, so I don't know.
1: So what kind of freight do you haul, Gary?
0: Dry van?
2: Um, I, I I currently uh, deal with what you call reefers, the uh, refrigeration trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... I do a lot of, uh, we do a lot of um, uh, the farm. So that's the, all your uh, vegetables, your produce. I uh, often go to the markets with the produce from, uh, from the farms. Kangaroo meat. Uh, today I'll be taking... <laughs> uh, no, the more, more you veggie things like that, but we do chocolates. We do, uh, anything that's refrigerated more or less or frozen, uh, bit milk. I came up with milk yesterday. I got prawn, prawn, uh, prawn food today and I'll be taking fish and prawns back, uh, from North Queensland back to Brisbane, uh, tomorrow.
0: Gary, Gary, what does ca- kangaroo taste like? Have you ever had it?
2: Uh, I have it, Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very um, Australia's the only uh, country that eats its coat of arms. Um, it's it's a very rich meat on that side of things. Um, I'd love to try it. Yeah, it's nothing to get too, nothing to get too excited about. I prefer of beef.
0: So, He's a yeah a beef guy. Yeah, we, I I eat anything except sauerkraut. Yeah. I used to tell my kids when we were younger. I I used to tell them, you know, if there's a hurricane and we're trapped, what would I tell Mar? Tell him. Uh, our dogs would eat beaten first. <laughs> I used to say, well, if we run out of food, the dogs are next. <laughs> Trust me, they're going in the oven.
1: Yep. Dogs are first.
0: Yeah. So.
1: So what, like, your your trailer, How uh, not your trailer, but your, the how long is your trailer is what I was trying to get out. Boy, I couldn't get that out with with
0: me. Okay.
2: From, from the tip of my truck to the very end of the truck. Uh, so, yeah, so the front of the cab or to the end of my trailer, uh-huh. I am 26 meters.
0: And a meter is about a yard, right. right? So about 70, 75 feet, something like that, maybe? 78 feet. Isn't a meter a yard?
2: I'll let you do the conversion. I'll let you do the conversion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just conversion. looking at
1: him. I don't, I don't do <laughs> no, that math. I, so just just I could be wrong. <laughs> I
0: could be wrong. All right, pull it up. Just um, convert a meter to a yard. I think a meter is like just a little more than a yard. I think, yeah, I think it's just a little, it's a hair more than a yard, so you're probably talking maybe 74 to 76 feet. Convert, convert 26 meters to yards. Yeah,
1: one meter is 3.28084 feet.
0: <laughs> right, so, exactly, so it's a little more than a yard. Um, now, go ahead and convert 26 meters to, uh, 20, uh, to yards, or to feet. Do it to feet. 85.3. What? There you go. Oh, yeah. That's okay. So 26 I, meters is right. 85.3. That's 10 feet. All right. <laughs> all right. It's a late night here. What time is it there in Australia?
2: Um, it's probably just coming up to, I'll probably call you about twelve thirty, one o'clock.
0: In the afternoon or in the evening?
2: After, afternoon. So, yeah, it's midday he's,
1: here. He's the day ahead of us. So, he's
0: ahead of us.
2: Yeah, it's Wednesday here as well. So, yeah.
0: so, do you have any plans to come to the US?
2: Yeah, yeah, I do. I do want to come to the US. Um, I have done some um, driving for uh, some US diplomats and things like that uh, here in Australia. Um, I've had a quite a few invitations go over there, and um, yeah, I need to get myself together and um, yeah, and uh, get myself over over there. I'm just dreading the flight. It's a long flight, so. <laughs> I bet. So. so yeah, but- what, uh-huh.
1: When you are able to finally come over here, what are some of the sites that you want to see?
2: I haven't even got that far um, on that side of things because I know how, how diverse and how big America is. So, therefore, I would have to sort of sit down and plan and uh, where the most things are and uh, things to do and go, go from there, basically.
1: Yeah. So, on your off time, have you ever gone to, like, the Great Barrier Reef and, like, snorkeled it or dived it?
2: Um yeah, I've yeah, so, so I've gone for um I've gone for a bit of a there. So it's yeah, you know, I'm about to head up that way uh, this evening. Um so yeah, no, it's it's uh, great water, lovely, uh, lovely to sort of swim around there all around the week sometimes. It's
1: beautiful. Yeah, That's what I want to do. I wanted to swim because we have our dive license. We haven't di- dove in the last couple of years, but
0: Down in the Keys was the last.
1: Yeah, but I've always wanted to dive that. And sh- every time I'd say about it, Tori, like, no, there's too many sharks. <laughs>
2: So that's that's. I no, mean... yeah, no, you, you should you should go. You should yeah, you should definitely yeah, uh, to the Barrier Reef. I mean, it, with the climate changes, I mean, it takes a couple of the degrees, and yeah, we've got coal, which is dying there, and uh, it's a big conservation issue uh, mm-hmm. on that side of things. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, definitely, uh, I would definitely uh, see it before uh, before something does happen. So most
0: definitely. When I when we first started this podcast, right, it, this was in 2015. Uh, my son came to me and he said, "Hey, you should start a podcast." And I said, "What the heck's a podcast?" And then, you know, sure. over the next couple of years, that uh, our job was more to explain to people what even what a podcast was. You know, just to explain to them that there's right. actual free entertainment eh, free yeah, <laughs> entertainment, you know, that you can tune into that's geared around maybe your industry or your niche. You know, and that you know, because obviously that's all we do is trucking on Talk Cdl. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a journey just, you know, explaining to people, you know, hey, you don't just have to listen to the radio. You can tune into something that's, you know, just strictly for you. Okay, that about wraps up our interview with an Australian trucker. Thank you very much, and please let us know how you like the interview. We're releasing this on christmas day 2019 so merry christmas to all truck drivers around the world and your families we hope and pray that you made it home safe and that you'll be spending all the holidays with your family happy new year and talk cdl would like to thank you for 2019 peace praise the lord